Welcome back to Giant Talk, the world's first OKL podcast. Today, Giant Talk is delighted to be joined by Andrea Lagan, Chief Operating Officer at BetterWorks, an enterprise performance management and OKR software. Today, we're going to talk about how to create a culture where OKRs can thrive. Welcome to Giant Talk, Andrea. I am delighted to have you with us for today's episode. But before we get into today's topic, please can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, Carly. It's really great to be here. Thanks for having me on and um, you know, giving us an opportunity to talk a bit about this uh, topic, something that's really, um, I think, important um, and something that we really focus on here at BetterWorks. Um, I have responsibility in my role at BetterWorks for both customer success and employee success. And, um, you know, I think uh, just as a brief overview, I've spent, um, I'll say decades (laughs) in high tech. Um, I have had the great fortune of having been in both individual contributor and leadership roles in almost every function of um, the business from operations, whether that's in sales, in product, in IT, in manufacturing back in the day um, when I was at a hardware company, customer success, uh, and the people organization or employee success, as I like to refer to it. Um, I've led um, M&A activity with mergers and acquisitions at some fairly large uh, organizations that I've been a part of. And one of the things that I have found um, is um, that, you know, people really are uh, the heart of a business and a company's ability to be really effective and really successful starts with the people that you have as a part of your organization. And, you know, every single person in an organization really, um, I think, regardless of role is um, on a journey of some sort. And I think, you know, when, when we as leaders really understand the journey that our employees are on, that our customers are on, um, it is through that understanding of the journey that they're on that we are really able to think about, um, you know, how we facilitate and drive growth, how we drive change, how we continue to transform our business and innovate along the way. Um, and so those are the things that I like to focus on as a leader and uh, hope to continue doing so for some time. Thanks, Andrew. And I think I really love that, um, you know, people being the heart of the business. I think um, over the past two years or so, um, I think it's become even more important. There's been even more um, of a focus on on people um, and culture um, in particular and just how important your um, people are, as you said, um, for your business. So let's start by talking about the importance of, of company culture as we've, we've touched on how important people are in the business so um the importance of, of company culture and creating a culture where your employees really can thrive what are the benefits of doing so um and, and why do is culture more important now more than ever in today's workplace yeah 
Uh, it's a really good question and certainly very topical um, these days, given that many organizations um, are either in a fully remote workforce or, you know, some sort of hybrid workforce where, you know, people are working remotely from home or sometimes in the office. Um, and, you know, the, the importance of a strong culture within an organization um, is so important. You know, there's that quote um, where, um, I can't remember uh, who said it, but, you know, culture eats strategy for lunch or breakfast. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm butchering the quote. But the point is <laughs> that, you know, culture is a key part of what allows an organization to, um, you know, grow, to be effective, to be successful, to execute on its strategy and, um, today, when we have employees who are um, not always in close proximity to, um, you know, the things that are happening day to day, decisions that are being made, um, we have to have something that is foundational to how we execute as a company. And it is culture that brings people together, that helps them be connected to um, you know, what's most important in the organization and finding a way to make that culture something that's living and breathing in the organization, whether that's how you integrate it to your processes, to your policies, to your systems, um, you've got to find a way to make that um, a living, breathing organism within your company that everybody can connect to. Yeah, I completely agree. And especially there, touching on the remote and hybrid working, I think a huge majority now haven't gone back to the office or, like you said, a couple of days there and don't have that face-to-face -face interaction or walking down the corridor and we'll bump into, into colleagues. So how do you think you can keep that culture alive um, and foster a culture of high-performance Say if your team are completely remote, or if you know for, the, for those organisations that are spread so widely in different locations and, and do work um, remotely, how yeah. can you yeah foster that culture in those circumstances? I think one of the first things you have to do is be super clear um, about the values that you have as an organisation um, and how you make those values something that everyone feels um, and supports and feels connected to, I think, especially in a remote environment, um, you know, being transparent, um, making sure that uh, transparent in your communications, making sure that you have a way to drive empowerment throughout your organization, especially when everyone is remote and working in different locations, like making sure that people feel like they are empowered to make the most important things in your organization come to life. That's really important. And accountability. I think, you know, this aspect of ensuring that there's a level of accountability across the organization to make the things that are most important, whether you call those things OKRs, whether you call those things goals, to make sure that those things are happening. And, you know, going back to what I was saying 
um, as far as like integrating it into your process, your your values um, have to be simple enough that they can be integrated into your day-to-day processes, into the technology that you use across your organization, because there isn't a company out there that isn't using some sort of technology that's enabling people to do things better. And so your values have to be something that can be integrated into everything you do day to day. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think like you said, being clear about those values. And I think it comes um, communication, you know, communicating those values. And also um, another, I guess, key bit that you mentioned was about feeling supported. You know, you, if you're in a situation where you never see your your line manager face to face I think um sitting at home and not feeling supported is obviously one of the the worst feelings so yeah definitely um some key points there so we've touched on the benefits and the importance of company culture as a leader how can you spot when something is maybe up with your culture are there any telltale signs that something needs to change (laughs) <laughs> that well, I think there are various ways. Um, one of which is to you know talk regularly um, and openly with your employees about your culture, about the values that support your culture. Um, I think you know regularly asking your employees through anonymous surveys is a really good way to get feedback. Um, And, you know, really you have to act on that feedback, but the willingness to ask the questions, um, you know, of employees about your culture, about your value, like what's working really well about your culture and the values that you subscribe to as an organization where do your employees think that you could do better? Um, and you know, take that feedback, share that feedback back with the employees, um, and then most importantly, act on it. You know, that's one way um, that you know you can you can tell how you're doing uh, from a culture and a values perspective. Yeah, and I think just um, carrying on that point is it's this. I know that we could do a separate podcast on this and we've spoke about it previously, but the whole aspect of um, psychological safety where your employees, you've you've mentioned openness and and talking and we have anonymous surveys, but also you want a culture where your employees feel that they can ask questions or they can Mm -hmm. put forward feedback and and they don't feel afraid to do so or they might be shot down for saying it. So I think if you maybe witness that your employees aren't speaking out or aren't, you don't feel as as, as empowered, coming yeah. back to the empowerment word, that there could be sort of issues if they're not, they don't feel yeah. safe to do so. Um, what I, would think, you say, you know, I think that's key. And part of, you know, making sure that employees feel safe is if there is, you know, consistency and regularity in how managers because managers are key to making sure that your culture is going to thrive in an organization and making sure that managers 
um, and the employees on their team are regularly connecting and that managers are empowered and enabled to have regular conversations or check-ins with their employees. And they need to be consistent. They need to be lightweight. They need to be oriented around those things that employees are empowered to do, that they're accountable to do, going back to like what's most important in the organization. Um, you know, again, whether it's OKRs or goals, but those things that are driving the company forward, that are driving the employees forward, having regular check-ins and conversations about those things, what's preventing progress on something that an employee is working towards. Having those conversations regularly makes it really easy for the employee to share and feel safe in sharing, gosh, I'm really struggling with this particular objective and here's where I'm struggling and how can you help me? Um, you know, Those are the things that are going to help you progress. Those are going to be the things that help your culture thrive and employees feel safe. Yeah, definitely agree with the, the regular check-ins. And like you said, keep can keep it quite light. Um, check and see how your, your team individually are doing. And I think if that's on Zoom, have the camera on. I think it really helps to for that communication and that openness. And yeah, definitely agree with that completely. What would you say yeah. are the traits of good culture versus those of bad culture? I know we've touched on on that a little bit um you know i think um you know some of the really great traits in an organization are those things that allow employees to take ownership for the outcomes that they're responsible for you know an openness and accountability towards what's most important um, and um, consistency in how you're actually doing um, against those things that are most important, you know, allow people to be themselves and, um, and, you know, kind of respect where people are, especially like you, you mentioned, you know, having um, one-on-ones and doing that on video um, one of our customers that I was talking to um, a month or so ago made this really great comment. And she said that, you know, the the world has changed so much that like this spare room that I have in my house where I'm talking to you today, like this has become, you know, the office, right? Mm -hmm. Your room has become yeah. the office. All of us, this is where we, many of us work every day and you know letting people bring their whole selves to work every day including like my kids in the background my dog barking you know because the UPS driver just dropped something <laughs> off those are things that allow for an organization and a culture to thrive mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't agree more another thing that with heard a lot about in the news I guess um I've personally heard a lot about it in the past um I say three especially this year maybe towards the end of last year but it's been in the news for probably a little bit longer um is the the great resignation um I know that there's been various news articles and, and platforms um 
I've seen various things on LinkedIn. Um, it's really interesting. What are your thoughts on this and the future of, of the world of work? Yeah, well, you know, I think when you when you talk about, you know, some of the traits of a good, good culture, um, you know, I think the great resignation in many cases is being driven by traits of a not so great culture. You know, there are some toxic environments that can exist out there where, um, you know, there's a lack of communication. There's a lack of listening to employees um, and, you know, what's important to them. There's a lack of, I think, if there is a lack of clarity for employees um, and, an inability for them to be connected to what's most important in the organization. Um, you know, that makes it tough for employees to want to stay and continue being loyal to an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we all get up every day, we make a choice to come and do something, right? And when we get up every day and, you know, make that choice, most people want it to be a choice that they feel really connected to, that they feel really tied to, that they have some influence over the outcome on. And, you know, going back to a culture that really thrives, especially where alignment to goals or OKRs is kind of at the core of what you're doing, that allows much of that connectedness and clarity for your employees. And then, you know, those engagements that happen between managers and employees, the consistency in the conversations and the willingness to give and receive feedback on a regular basis, those are really great things. One of the most, you know, the worst things that I think an organization can do um, in, uh, in, you know, like, you know, creating a negative culture is, you know, create a situation where once a year, you know, there's this opportunity to give feedback to employees, which is almost always ripe with, with recency bias, like those kind of things, those don't create the connectedness that gets an employee encouraged to come to work every day for your organization. Yeah, I've, and I think it, this goes back to like the the purpose over paycheck um, conversation as well, and also thinking about thinking yeah, about the great. I like that phrase. Yeah, and thinking about the, the great resignation. Obviously, you're thinking about your your current employees, but also for, for organisations that that want to grow, um, and you know to increase the number of employees that they have in order to grow. Um, that's going to be difficult if you don't have a culture that you know is is attractive and that people want to, to come and join so I think it also hinders um your organization when you're looking to to recruit as well as obviously retain um your current um staff so just on that subject thinking about employee engagement and motivation what can you do to increase employee engagement and and how can OKRs aid this? I know you've touched on goal setting and OKRs and just thinking about how how they can help with that that process. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, empower everyone in the organization to be a part of what's most important to the company. Um, You know, setting the most important objectives and achieving the most important objectives 
shouldn't just be a tops down thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and empowering your employees to be accountable for helping the company succeed. um, You know, I think, I think that's pretty important. Um, I think as employees, being a part of the solution when it comes to a really thriving culture, you know, if there are changes that as an employee, you want to see happen in your organization, speak up, be a part of the solution, um, as opposed to, you know, just complaining about it. And as leaders, I think, you know, you have to really be willing to listen to the feedback that can come and be really empowering to the success of your organization. Yeah. And I think knowing how you as an employee can contribute to those overall goals um, of the organization, like you said, that can be be really empowering. And we've touched on it a few times. I think there's two key words that we've spoke about um, during the conversation, definitely empowerment and, and accountability. And I think, um, yeah, using, using OKRs in your organization, there's, there's a huge benefit for those two aspects there. Yeah. If for anyone listening that may be having some difficulty within their company culture, they might be listening and thinking, you know, ring, there's some sort of alarm bells ringing there. That maybe we have issues internally um, and they're not sure where to start. Can you give some useful advice or I guess a, a lasting tip? Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I, I think, you know, um, most every company today um, is thinking about the importance of retaining their employees um, and helping their employees thrive. And, you know, I think as employees, um, you know, being willing to have a conversation with your manager about what's important to you, what you think would make a difference in your organization. Uh, Like I said earlier, um, I think I think it's important. Be a part of the solution that you know you want to see. Um, and um, as leaders, you know, I um, I think the most important thing we can do is listen to the feedback that our employees have for us. Transparency is key. Um, you know, we talked about accountability, we talked about empowerment, but you know, with those two things, being transparent in your organization about. Um, decisions you are going to make and progress that you're making with respect to your goals, those most important things. Um, when as a team, lose as a team, you know, those kinds of um, ideas are our chief revenue officer at BetterWorks likes to say that a lot. And it's really meaningful. You think about the most successful teams out there. Um, whether it's a sports team, whether it's an organization, they come at it from the perspective of winning as a team and losing as a team. And so from a leadership perspective, being willing to listen to your team and take feedback from your team on what is going to collectively help you as an organization is, I think, one of the best things that you you can do to help your organization thrive. Yeah, and I think we can end there with how we began um, with you saying that your employees are are the heart of of your business. Um, 
and I think you know, as you said as well strategy, culture eats strategy for breakfast so it's, it's so important to get the culture right and if you if you know you've tuned into the podcast because you're using OKRs or thinking about using OKRs um, they won't thrive and be successful if you don't have the right culture in place I think I can listen to and talk to experts in, on culture for a long time I find yeah. it so so fascinating and so important um thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast Andrew it's been really really interesting and I know that um obviously there'll be joining us we talk a lot about culture and better works I know that you have some resources um a lot of resources on culture on your website as well so it's definitely a lot to to check out there thank you for joining me today and thank you for listening to another episode of giant talk as always if you have any feedback or or if there's anything that you'd like us to talk about um you can get in touch by emailing growth at therebegiants.com thank you again and join us again for another episode of giant talk thank you carly